Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroxy, and debuting on the show, I've got artist Jay Soraki. How you doing? I am very well, Donovan. Thank you for having me on the show. I know you were so excited even before you came on the show, eh? <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's always, you know, it's an honor. <laughs> and you said you loved the show and you just gave, uh, you gave the flowers to the show. I did. And and would you like to know why it is that I like your show so much? Why? Because I am more of that like sweet type of person, um, more gentle. And when I listen to your show, I absolutely love that there wasn't a lot of, you know, profanity. It wasn't raunchy. It was just so prestigious and well represented. And I really appreciate that. Well, you know what? Our listeners are going to get to know you. Can you tell a little bit about how you decided you wanted to, you know, go into the entertainment industry or be an artist? Um, So honestly, as far as being an artist, that wasn't a decision that I made. That was, I was just born that way. Now, okay. deciding that I wanted to go into the industry, I knew from the time I was five. And that's no exaggeration. I remember being in kindergarten and you tell your parents, hey, this is what I want to do. And I knew I wanted to act and I wanted to sing and I wanted to write. Like it was always those three. And I was always told like, oh no, like that's just something kids want to do. And that's just a hobby and that's not a career. And so I was, it was really like shunned against doing it. And so I didn't decide until recently that, you know what, <laughs> this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to do. And I'm tired of running from it because one of the most powerful things that I believe is the concept of dying empty. And when I leave this life and my body goes back into this earth, I want to die empty. I don't want to leave this life with all of these things still being inside of me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what if you do leave this earth? Or what if you feel like you have this heavy stuff on you that you haven't got to express out and you know you want to be an actor or an actress what should you do and it's heavy on your heart um are you asking what advice i would give someone else or yes you asking... yeah just in general like what well, because you just made a point a lot of people die heavy a lot of people are yeah. even dying even alive heavy what would you say to that i would say even if you're in a position where you have a job that you cannot leave. You're in a situation where you're like, well, I cannot change this dynamic at this point. Do something, find a way to get it out of you. We have everything at our fingertips. Literally, you just need your phone. Pick up that phone, download an app, and start putting your art out there or whatever your passion is. You know, we all have different gifts. I believe everyone on this planet was gifted something, a seed in you. And if you don't water that seed and nurture it and let it grow, it will wither away, right? And so um, that's how I did it. I just downloaded the apps and I started posting videos. And you do a lot of acapella singing. So you're watering that gift because you love doing acapellas. Do you want to talk about that? I Yes, I do. You know, um, I love harmony. I love singing and acapella really challenges me because I'm not relying on I guess the the music to mask any part of my vocals and I don't have the story of growing up with I didn't grow up singing in church I didn't grow up with like all this 
amazing vocal training. And I wish I had, like, honestly, I really wish I still aspire to getting proper vocal training, you know? And so when I sing acapella, I can really hear every little thing. And I'm like, okay, I will re redo it over and over until I believe that people will receive it well. But ultimately, I would like to have music <laughs> inside of my videos just to capture people's attention more. Okay, okay, okay. Are we working on music? I am. I am. Um, I recently <laughs> just finally figured out how I can kind of like add in music with my cover songs. And I have some people, a few different like producers um, who have messaged me about recording some original music. Um, sometimes distance is an issue. And at the time, you know, at the current time, that's that's the biggest hiccup right now, because there's somebody in like another continent who wants to do music with me and then there's someone else who is in another part of california who wants to do music with me and so it's it's just tough you know okay all right who do you who do you draw inspirations from which artists do we listen to secular r&b are we more of a gospel r&b girl honestly um so my music is fusion uh -huh. um personally and that's because i really do fuse together different genres i love love world music. So I'm very eclectic in that sense. You know, one moment I'm listening to, you know, Vivaldi or Bach or Mozart. The next moment I'm listening to, you know, Pavarotti, like the, the opera. And then the next I'm listening to Middle Eastern music and another day Bulgarian and then R&B listening to, you know, one of my favorite male singers for R&B is Tank. I think his vocals are absolutely phenomenal. Or listening to Whitney Houston because she is the voice, <laughs> you know, so it really varies. And then another day I'm listening to rock or, you know, alternative or country. I just, I love music and I have such a deep appreciation for for it that really comes across like sometimes people will hear me sing one thing and then they'll hear me sing something else and they're like wait a minute whoa I'm like yeah I just I like to switch it up funnily enough you name the two genres that I'm not good at singing um <laughs> I'm not good at singing gospel because I didn't I didn't grow up singing it and I'm blown away by their voices and uh, I'm not really good at singing R&B and I wish I were. Oh, stop that. You, you know, do have something in ya. <laughs> you know, because the art when I think R&B, I think of all those runs and I'm not really a runner. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been through a lot of experience that you could sing, you know, your heart out, you know, you could be that emotional person giving us, you know, a touchy feely song or not even a touchy feely when you're really feeling the words. Am I wrong or no? No, you're 100% accurate. So that is actually the type of singer I am. So I'm not the singer that's going to give you a million runs right? But I am the singer that is extremely emotive. So when you listen to me, my goal, I think we all, I don't know what other artist goals are, but for me personally, from the bottom of my heart, when I sing, I want to touch people deeply. I want them to feel it in their cells. And so I truly pour my emotions into my singing. And so I, I always get the comment like, your voice is hauntingly beautiful or hauntingly enchanting. Um, It draws you in. You know, it's very emotional. So, no, you definitely hit the nail on the head with that. <laughs> okay. All right. Can I put you on the spot and can we have a little sample of your voice? 
I knew you were going to do that. And um, okay. And I will tell you, I am, I am sick, but I'm going to do it. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Give us a little five second, what do you call okay. it, song. And I'm going to do this one because I'm excited because right now um, it's my most liked cover. Ooh, okay. All right. So this is the dream, dream a little dream cover that I have. Okay. Um, oh, shining bright above you. Night breezes seem to whisper of you. Birds singing in the sycamore tree. Dream a little dream of me. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. And it had like a Billie Holiday feel, to be honest with you. Thank you. I, that is a huge compliment. And you were the second person to say that. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. And like you said, it's a fusion with your music. It's jazzy. It's everything. It's like a pizza, right? Many yeah. different flavors, right? Ex exactly. Yes. Okay. All right, so when are we going to expect a project from you or an EP or more acapellas we're working on? Because remember, 2023 is slowly ending and we're moving into 2024. We are. And so for 2024, um, basically, as far as so for writing, I will just touch base on that a little bit. I've decided <laughs> that I'm probably going to start sharing some flash fiction with people. Um, I've already started sharing like little short poetry with people. I was going to publish a book of poetry, but I have to wait on that per my editor's advice right now um, because the goal is to get the novel out first. And so I completed my debut novel last month and I'm not sure if I should say the title because the title could change. Ooh. And right now we are... Um, I just got back my developmental edit. And so I'm in the process of the second draft. So I don't have a release date for the novel, but it is in the works and I'm very excited about it. It is a psychological thriller and I've already begun working on the follow-up novel to that. And then as far as music and acting, oh, I will be posting a lot of music and acting content. I really very much enjoy it. And I will start doing some, um, again, original music and releasing that and doing some film work. So. Okay. All right. And the type of films you like to be in, are they horror, psychological thrillers? You know, um, I think as far as acting, I, I'm kind of in that same boat where even if you look at my, the, the reels, the short clips that I post online. I have some that are comedy and I have some that are me being the most sinister. And it is quite interesting. I think it kind of blows people's minds a bit because I, I do have a very big range when it comes to acting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, is there anything you're uncomfortable with acting? Any restrictions? Oh my gosh, Donovan, it's so funny you said that. So me as a person like Jay, like actual Jay, even in my like real life when I'm not online, I don't use profanity. I don't drink or smoke or like, like I'm very much um, that kind of person. And so it's not like something that I'm just pretending to be online. You know, it's interesting to me because I know that mm, there are certain roles 
that I'll have to take where the character uses profanity. And I'm not sure what to do about that. And I'll have to cross that bridge when I get there, you know, because I do have children and I'm like, mm, would that challenge my integrity? Mm-hmm. So I don't, that's, that's probably my biggest thing right now. Right. What's your encouragement to other actors and actresses that come across that bridge when they get there where they don't want to take a role where they're cussing so much or they don't want to cuss at all? Yeah. Or, or you know, or I don't want to take roles where I'm I don't think I would take cer- other certain types of roles. It like the message of the movie also um, matters to me. So I think. Oh, so I guess giving them advice means that I have to give myself some advice, right? Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, if you feel that uncomfortable with it and you feel like it's making it to where you're not being authentic and true to yourself, even though the the character is not you, you're still a representation of that character. You're the one bringing it to life, right? And so if you feel like bringing that character to life is going to eat away at your conscience, then perhaps you should seek out a different role. And there's infinite opportunity in the world because there are so many creative beings and there is no such thing as empty space, right? Like we perceive this energy, this space around us as empty, but there is a web and we are all constantly connected by this web. And so you will draw upon opportunities that are more suited for you. Right, right, right. But what if I'm worried I'll never work again? Because that could have been the role that could further my career. What do you say to that? Um, Then I think you probably have to go a bit deeper and weigh, then you're going to have to start getting into weighing risks versus rewards. And so would the risk that you take of this be worth the rewards that you get from it? Because I think that we all have heard the stories of artists who are super famous. I mean, they have the most successful career, but it still bothers them the things that they did to reach where they are now. Mm -hmm. So risk versus rewards, right? Correct. And what if the reward was worth it, but then years later, it catches up with me? Okay, but now you're getting into um, trying to predict so far into the future that it's almost impossible right? Like we can't always predict whether or not if I deem that this is a good thing now, that means I'm making the best decision possible based on who I am in this moment, right? I don't know who I'm going to be exactly in five or 10 years from now. I know who I hope to be, right? But based upon who I am now, I believe that this is the right thing to do. Now, if five years from now, I look back and I regret that decision, then I have to deal with some self-forgiveness then. And I have to Take accountability then and, and work on that, right? However, I cannot say to myself, you know what, I need to not take this opportunity that I think is good for me because I may regret it five years from now. Because if that were the case, that's how, at least in my experience, that is how we paralyze ourselves, right? And I have paralyzed myself that way many times with my art. Like you have to take action at the end of the day. And whatever that action is, just do something to move the needle. Right, right, right. Is there anything they can look out for you in now, like commercials or TV shows that you've made a special appearance in? Oh my gosh. Um, I haven't done that stuff in a while. Um, and I keep getting I keep getting people like you have to get into I'm like, I know, but right now I think my focus is really 
building that online presence because I left the online presence for a few years and now I'm rebranding everything. And just the way I know that marketing and things have changed so much from when I used to perform years ago, where now everything is like, well, what's your online presence like? You know, <laughs> so I'm really focused on on beefing that up. And once that's beefed up, oh, I promise you guys are going to see me everywhere. All right. So in case the listeners do ask, why did you leave for a few years? Yeah. Um. So I, I used to perform pretty regularly and I stopped when I got pregnant with my first son. He's currently 12. He'll be 13 this month. And, you know, I, I took a hiatus from that. And then I started performing again for a little while. And I even like started my own radio show. And, you know, I was getting back into it. And then believe it or not, the strangest thing happened. I got really pulled into, um, I, I created a YouTube and I got pulled into creating natural hair videos, which I never intended to do. <laughs> and so people got really um, into that. And I'm like, oh no, well, I better just keep doing that, you know? Um, and then I stopped the whole pandemic thing happened and I had some life challenges come about. And so then recently, just a few months ago, I'm like, oh my God, like Jay, each day and each breath, you know, is closer to the end. And so you have to really like, don't take any breath for granted because you never know when it's going to be your last. And so you, you keep saying, I'm not ready because I have to be perfect in this way and I have to be perfect in that way. And I'm not the best and I don't have the best equipment. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just put it out there. And so that's how I, you know, I came back onto the scene. Mm -hmm. Do you still have your radio show on your YouTube page? I no longer have the radio show was musical madness and I no longer have the radio show I closed it down a while ago because it's not what I it's not my angle and it's not where my heart is hosting a radio show and I'm so thankful for radio hosts um but I think for me my idea was always I created the radio show to actually connect with other artists because I love connecting and collaborating but it didn't seem like that was happening it seemed like okay well we're not collaborating I'm, I'm interviewing you but then outside of that when I would approach them like on an artistic note they just saw me as like this radio hostess and I'm like no <laughs> so you know you're about building relationships as am I too right exactly <laughs> Exactly. And my aunt, she's a, um, you know, she is just phenomenal at that. She does the radio hosting and, and PR work. She's in public, she's been in public relations for years. And so she's the one who um got me into like convinced me to like do the radio thing. And I'm so grateful for the experience. Actually, it was I have nothing negative to say about it. It was actually an extremely positive experience, but she's so phenomenal at it. Like that's her thing, you know? All right. And the YouTube page, do you still have it? Do you still? Absolutely. Okay. I am okay. working on um, beefing up my YouTube channel for like, absolutely. And I keep my handle the same everywhere because I believe that congruency is important. So I don't want people trying to remember all of these different handles. I want to make it very streamlined for people. So my handle is Jay Soraki on every single platform that you can think of. Okay. All right. All right. Now, do you have a message? What do you want to tell the listeners? listeners, Met Radio listeners, what do you want to tell them? You know, I want to say, first of all, thank you so much for listening to this show. And 
um, giving me the opportunity to be on here. I am just so honored. And if you are an artist, I actually sometimes do thought pieces. And I did a thought piece on the importance of just one. You know, sometimes, especially now, we can get so wrapped up in the numbers. Um, and, and I'm guilty of this myself because I understand the importance of popularity, right? For success, there's a direct correlation there. However, I think it's so important that on your down days, when you're not getting the likes, the comments, the shares, when the opportunities aren't presenting themselves the way that you want them to, you don't get the role, whatever it is. If just one person shows that they appreciate your art, that they have, you know, that they listened to it, that they watched it, have gratitude for that. Because one person, one ripple can lead into a wave. And without that one person, you'll never have two or three. So just always keep a grateful heart. Mm -hmm. And remind those listeners about dying empty. Some people have died and they've died empty. But what if you're still living on earth and you are dying empty? What do you want to tell those listeners? Please don't. And, and if you're someone who happens to be in a situation where you're bedridden and um, if you have the capacity to write with a pen and pad still, or you have the capacity to still speak and can like record into like a voice memo, I encourage you to pour everything out. Your ideas, if you are someone who is an inventor, but you never got to like have them patented and created, um, share that, just share it, whatever it is, get it out. I'm not going to, I can't promise you that we have enough time to get it all out. No one can promise you that. I could die today or tomorrow, right? But as long as you know that you've started purging, Get as much out now as you can. Do not wait. Now, there's one favor I need. The holidays are coming up, right? Yes. And this song has been on my heart. I was wondering if we could sing it together. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. Mm -hmm. now your troubles will be I, I forgot the melody. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was so oh, funny. but can we do this part? Here we are. Happy golden days. Oh, happy golden days. Wait, this part? You can do that one more time for our listeners. Oh. <laughs> can, we, can you just go, here we are. Happy golden days. One more time. Okay. Here we are. Happy golden days. Mm. Wow, wow, you have such a beautiful voice. And I thank you so much for coming on the show. I was so excited me. to getting to know you. You too, Donovan. And you know what? I hope that we stay in touch, you know? And the we next definitely time. will. Absolutely. And thank you so much. And hello, Canada. And where are you from? You know, um, California, so the States. All right, all right, you're warm. Well, I'm cold and what do you call it? Toward the holidays. <laughs> no. All right. Any final things you would love to tell the listeners in closing? Um, just support your local artists. You know, um, please follow me on YouTube. You can find me on TikTok, Facebook, Snapchat, X. I am everywhere. Rumble, like I'm all over the place. I'm everywhere like air. That's what I say. So and Instagram too, you are, right? <laughs> 
I am just honestly, you could Google Jay Siraki and I'll pop up. <laughs> All right. I thank you so much. I look forward to following your journey, which I will. And I wish you the best for what do you call it? The holiday season into 2024. Okay. Absolutely. Happy holidays, Donovan. All right. All right. For Met Radio, 1280 AM, I am Donovan LaCroxy. I would love to thank artists. You can throw out your full name again. Jay Siraki. And thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode.